Voice Memos podcast with Jen and Myron. Hey, welcome to Voice Memos. I am Myron Clifton and my co-host is Jennifer. So Jennifer is a wonderful lady. She's originally from Wisconsin, now in California, flaming redhead with a beautiful big old dog named Mojito that I call Beast. She's a great sister, daughter, and a great friend. And uh, she is my co-host. Hey, Jennifer. Hello, hello. So nice that we're recording this because I get to save this and hear this over and over again, the compliments that you gave me. So I lied. <laughs> this is my friend and probably my bestest friend. I've known Myron over 20 years. He is a published author. He is an amazing writer, highly intelligent. And one thing that I can really tell you about him that stands out is how he raises his daughter, Leah. Oh my God. I was gonna say you sort of you sort of beat your record. You came only thirty minutes early, <laughs> earlier than planned. <laughs> you know what? You're older than me. I got to keep you agile. <laughs> awesome. That look. This is the last Wednesday and the, the last uh, podcast for the year. Dang! Can you believe it? We've been. Did, when did we start? Do you remember nope. like our first one? Nope. Well, you wouldn't. Ugh, what are we? We at, we're at um, like thirty nine or forty, something like that. Yeah. And then once a week, so we must have started uh, around May or June. I'm thinking. Dang, we're. I mean, we really suck at our own stats. <laughs> <laughs> we really Ooh. suck. You know who I blame for that? Your 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 GF, your partner. <laughs> yes, right. I mean, I mean, because she's like the. She has like an official title with this whole uh, podcast network. Um, it's like director of spirit. I don't know, something. But between her and the, I don't know if Greg is like the CEO, the president, the grand poobah, but we get no, we get nothing. No stats, no nothing. <laughs> so I blame, it looks like April 1st. April Fool's is when we did our, God, that's so perfect. April uh, Fool's is when we did our podcast. And this is our Today's our 37th episode. Oh my God. I, you know, I, I had no idea it went all the way back to April. Wow. I mean, for the record, one of us works full time where the other one just sits on his ass all fucking day. I'm surprised. <laughs> but for the record, this is a committed relationship that I'm in. This is good. <laughs> oh this my is God. Incredible. 37. So I know we just had the holidays and all that stuff. And, you know, we were talking last week just about some list. So I definitely, after you tell me how wonderful your Christmas was, I want to talk about like at least the top three things that I hate about Christmas. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. So, okay. So that's probably a lot more entertaining than uh, my Christmas stuff, but I would say um, I typically do Christmas, you know, I have my daughter here Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, and then she goes to her mom's and her, 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 her grandparents. So we just have a very quiet Christmas, you know, nothing outlandish, just a little meal. And then we'll always do a couple of gifts at night. And then in the morning we'll do our things. And so 
I got some really interesting gifts, though. I got um, a framed photo of us that um, Elian gave us from our trip to, it's a framed photo of Lee and I, my daughter and I, when we were in Disneyland. And then I got a framed photo of me, Leah, and her best friend we were in Disneyland, and it was from her best friend's grandparents. Oh, shit. Yes, that was really nice. It was like they were saying, like, a thank you for taking their granddaughter. It was really, really nice. And then Leah got a bunch of stuff, you know, just just a bunch of stuff. And we did some baking and, and stuff. It was It was very pleasant, like just very mellow and pleasant. And then when she left... Because uh, she left, I don't know, maybe I took her to her mom's maybe about nine on Christmas morning. And then I was just at home by myself the rest of the day. It was nice. During all that. Well, it wasn't raining that day. So we didn't get the rain until the next day, huh? Right, right. I took them out. I drove to my brother's house. My brother and sister yes. I forgot about that. I drove there and I spent the day there with um, him and my nephew, their kids, their grandkids and all that stuff. So it was, it was really nice. You know what was really cool? I drove the back route. You know, you go through 160 to 12 or something like that. Yep. It was completely fogged up. Oh. Like you couldn't see anything going there, but it was daytime, but it was foggy. And so on the way back, I was like, maybe I should take the long route and go to Highway 80 where it would be um, better visuals and everything, visibility. But I thought, nah, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to take the back road (laughs) in the fog and look. I, it's only it's only two lanes, right? One way this way, one way the other way. No guardrails, no nothing. And and I ended up being, because you go across that bridge, and I ended up being the lead car in my tiny little Prius going 35 miles an hour. Listen, we need to, <laughs> I, I think just for the sake of this audience, let me just tell you that this is a gentleman that I don't think his car gets past 55, no matter what fucking lane he's in. <laughs> it's 55, and that is it. That's the fastest he goes. <laughs> that, that, that is why I get 60 miles a gallon. <laughs> when all these fools were complaining about gas prices, I was like, I, I ain't got those problems. That ain't, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So you oh. got there safely and hung out with family. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a good time. You know, we had some holiday meals. We watched a little Warriors basketball, and it was it was really mellow. How about yours? You know, I it was really nice. I my nephews are now fourteen and twelve, and my nephew is Jax, who's the list creator, and you know, de- de- delegates who should get what gift. He's also really talented artist. And actually, so is my other nephew, Parker, but Jax made my brother a camera because my brother's a cameraman and he made him a camera out of like paper and cardboard. It looks like an actual camera. And he made me a burger, a vegan burger. You know, as you open it, it says, don't worry, it's vegan. And it's like this paper um, I should take a picture and post it on my Instagram, but that was really sweet. Aww. And they gave my dad, my Parker made my parents this beautiful clay vase and, and they painted some pictures. It was, it was not the five-year-old art that, you know, kids do in school and then give it as gifts to their parents, right. you know, during the right. holidays, yeah. but it was really thoughtful and funny little cards and letters. 
and they they uh-huh. both got some games and they wanted to play. It was like we were just all together. The kids weren't distracted by their phones or wanting to go someplace else. It was really the first year, I think, having, I don't want to say like many adult kids. Like it, it was yes, just nice. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know how else to describe that. Yes, that yeah, they 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 transition from like you said, just getting a random piece of paper and drawing a picture of you, right? That's really crappy, but it's really important to them. Yeah. To actually doing something. And well, you know what? And when it's creative, like out of their own hands and stuff, that's really cool. Yeah. And it's stuff you want to keep. So it was, and my parents, they always, I mean, ever since I'm little. And I've said this a couple of times on this platform is that my parents had me young. And yeah. when you're young and you come from a family, my mom comes from a family of eight. And my dad comes from a family of 13 that you're not swimming in money. So okay. we're, we're okay. talking, I never felt that we didn't have everything. I always felt that my parents provided a really good life. I, for me, it felt like that sort of privilege to have some things like Barbies that maybe my friends didn't have. So Christmas is, we're always so special. Like I, I remember the tree fully decorated and then presents just underneath it and, and nice. just a really good feeling around it. And I know when I think about that's a privilege to be able to have that sort of environment. So that's pretty they, cool. They've always made it really special. Even as I get older, you know, they outdo themselves with gifts and they always ask for a list. So it, it was really nice. And my mom, you know, spends a day decorating and putting everything up. And although I make fun of her a lot of it, it, to me, it's still really, it's still very special because I've remembered it since I, since I could as a kid. So yeah, it was that's nice. cool. Yeah. And you know what? And that, that's that whole thing about uh, traditions and everything. Cause now your nephews, like they've been exposed to that and it just, it just carries on. Yes. Right? That's one of the reasons like Lee and I would do our, our, um, our Christmas Eve together because the week of Christmas would decorate the tree. And then there's always a day that she and I would go shopping together. We'll go to Midtown and just hit up a couple of the, the small shops, you know, little uh, boutiques and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that. There's one that we really love in Midtown called Mixed Bag. Just a bunch of stuff. You could just browse in there for hours. Just a lot of little stuff. And then a tradition we've been doing since she is probably about three, maybe about four is we go to the mall where Santa is and because she would never sit on Santa's lap as a child, which I was fine with. So our tradition is we go to the mall, we go upstairs and she poses by one of the little rails, little banisters where I get a picture of her and Santa way downstairs in the background. (laughs) 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 It is so perfect. And, I have maybe like, I think we started with she was like four or five. So I have 10 or 12 of these pictures and it just shows her growing up and everyone, I mean, you really have to pinch the picture to see Santa way downstairs in the background. And, it, <laughs> and so it's, it, I'm telling you it was perfect because there's no lines. There was no crying child. There's no, you know, a hundred, $200 for those stupid photos. And, and we're in the mall and out within about six minutes. <laughs> and I didn't realize that you had to pay for pictures. You got to pay for those stupid pictures. <laughs> like, like you can, you can put your child on Santa's lap and obviously snap a picture with your, with your phone. But in order to be in the line to get that picture, you have to pay up front. 
and, and you, it's a whole set. So it's like 60, 80, hundred dollars or something like that. Look, mine is zero. <laughs> zero point zero. <laughs> it is so funny. And you know what? She's 17 now. And I was like, hey, we got to go get our picture with Santa. She was like, okay, we just go and we're in and out. <laughs> it's funny that she gets it now. It's funny that she gets it. Right? She totally gets it. She went from being little and not even like being fully aware to being embarrassed, that little stage, being embarrassed in the mall. And now she's like fully on board. Let's go. Let's get that picture. It, it's classic. It's just, <laughs> yeah. So that, 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 yeah. So that, that was my Christmas. Wow. Okay. So do you have, there's, there's quite a few things as we know, we established over these 37, now 37 episodes. And we think about, you know, we've made the, I hate list. And my sister's always like, why don't you make a list of the things I love? Well, to answer that is because they wouldn't be a very long list. So (laughs) if I think about just Christmas in general, I fucking hate Christmas cards. I hate getting them. I hate seeing them. I hate them. You know what? It's the same pictures that you went and posted online already. I've seen them all. I don't need, I don't need a card that says Merry Christmas. Send me a text. I, I don't like Christmas cards. You know, that's a funny one because I I usually get maybe three or four Christmas cards. And to your point, I'm a little torn because you I get them, I read them. It's always like, you know, Merry Christmas, something, something like that. I look at the car and then like, well, what do you do? Do you just throw it away? Yep. Like what? <laughs> right? Like, what do you do? Because like, like when I used to get them at work and places like that, you just sort of, they just sort of hang around in the office or at the front desk or your desk or something like that. But at home, it's just like sitting there and then I feel guilty if I just throw it right back in the trash. <laughs> but, it is, there is a level of that because I'm thinking right? to myself, you spent all that money. Right. Like you spent money, you you like, you know, you wrote something, you put it in the mail, and then it's done. Like my I, I get I have a family member that sends me every year their family photo. Oh god. Right? It's their family photos, like, you know, family photo. And I mean that's it, it's just a family photo. And I go, well, you know, I I'll I always put it like I have this, I have a window in my kitchen. I always stick it in my window in my kitchen. But at some point during this year, I'll see that photo and go, well, I guess it's time to throw it away. Like, do you just keep them forever? I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I can totally get with that whole idea of Christmas cards. I mean, I love people that do it. And you thought of me, you put your, you put your, you put a picture in an envelope, you got my address and you thought of me. I get it. I, I mean, I get it. It's similar to, to me when people share reels upon reels and and um memes and freaking tiktok videos 50 or 60 of them where i'm like i i i'm on the same side of all of those that you are i've seen all these before like add some context to it so i'm not a big i i just i don't like them i also i i'm a i really cannot stand when people wear their fucking Christmas hats while they're driving. Like, that bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> that bothers, oh that bothers the shit out of me. No one needs to, you don't need to have that on your head while you're in a car. I, you mean I like, you mean like your, 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 uh, your Santa hat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. 
Well, you know what? For one thing, those hats are hot. Hot and they're dumb. <laughs> I hate them. Right? I just... There's no look, there's no way big old Santa Claus, no matter how cold it is outside, <laughs> big as he is with that hat, you know he already got high blood pressure. And look, he is not wearing a hat all over the globe. That that ain't I the guy have a Santa hat. There's no way he's doing that. <laughs> oh my god it's so annoying i don't do you have okay so that's two for me what do you have two of what you hate about christmas or you probably don't have any uh, you know what okay so i um the, the christmas thing i really love like the lights and all that kind of stuff but here's what um i hate about christmas i hate it's very similar to your card thing but it's the random um ads emails that i get about christmas sales and stuff like that so so i'm gonna narrow down to the one that has annoyed me the most this year and it just shows just how bad this company's marketing and their ad buys and their ad um targeting and all the seo all that bullshit right i have gotten ads from uh emails I have gotten maybe three or four emails, no, about five or six emails per day for the last three weeks leading up to Christmas. And I'm still getting them from Mercedes Benz. <laughs> like who buys a fucking car for somebody? And you know what? I'm like, your target marketing has gone horribly wrong because- And you sit in your Prius. <laughs> My 2013 Prius with 284,000 miles. Like I'm the I am literally the last person on this planet that's gonna buy a Mercedes Benz. Somebody somebody went to like marketing and said, Hey, we found this black guy. We think this is our guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, because you, my dad and my mom. I also hate this. That that was part of. I hate those commercials that are on TV where people are giving cars as Christmas presents. Who right. are fucking? My dad said, "Do you know anybody that ever received a car for Christmas?" I was like, "Fuck no!" I had a I, no. I don't know anybody that received a car for Christmas. Why would there be unrealistic expectations around giving a car to somebody on the holidays? Right, like, like. You wouldn't sign the contract. You locked up your partner's money for four, you know, four, five, six, seven, however many years. And those cars are always forty, fifty thousand dollars. A minimum. A minimum. And who's doing that? Like that is bonkers. <laughs> that that is cause for divorce. <laughs> oh my god! And <laughs> can we get back to your? How many miles are on your Prius? 284. Damn. Right. And, and, and let me see, that's a 2013. So it's almost 10 years old. Right. And I, I mean, I've replaced tires obviously a few times. And I think, I think I had something, I've never had a problem with the battery, but I think there was just, I don't know, something, some regular, nothing expensive. Like I've done nothing expensive with that car. Like nothing. It's just, it's fine. Damn. That's, that's a lot. I, you know, I, I'm keeping mine too for, you know, I still owe on it, but 
I'm thinking to myself, it's 111,000 miles. And I thought, man, I hope this thing lasts till 200,000 miles at least. Cause I don't want to, once I'm done paying that off, I don't want to have another car payment. And as long as it gets right. me from point A to point B, I'm cool. You know that I, I'm, I'm torn with that because I want to give this car um, to my daughter when she turns 18 or something like that. But that would mean I would need to get another car. And look, I paid this car off maybe, see, 2013, so maybe four years, 2017. So I haven't had a car note since 2017. Damn. And, and my, my car insurance is only like $35 a month. It's nothing. Clearly, when you say car note, you have not had a car loan in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, welcome to the boomer side of tick, uh, boomer side of podcasting. <laughs> Cardo, hey, like, like, like my grandfather, when he would say Wally, say Bill Fold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I would die every time I heard him say, like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, okay, look, okay. So, I so Mercedes Benz is way out of pocket. Yeah, way out of pocket. I don't have that kind of money, and I would never buy Mercedes Benz. So here's the other one. So this is sort of a hate, but it's also a sort of a side eye appreciation. It's not just Christmas. I have gotten um, a credit card offer in the mail, like a hard offer, like those you know those credit card offers. Yes, in the mail. And this is no exaggeration. Four days a week, all year long, from Discover. All year, four days a week, all year long from Discover. And you know what? Today's man, I'm holding one in my hand right now. Stop and, it! And I'm like, on one hand, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> on the other hand, I mean, they're stalking me, but they are persistent. Like. I am never going to get this credit card. And, and the envelopes change. They go from white to gold. This one is black. They have purple. They got like a Kwanzaa one. They got all kinds of stuff. They're trying to get me. To, and I'll, I'll never do it. And every time. <laughs> You're right. They're like, you know, we keep, we keep people down. Just keep them in debt. That way. <laughs> yes, it's like I've never had their credit card. I've never been to their website or their app, enough to have no connection to them at all, but yet they send me something four days a week, all year long, four days a week. That's crazy. I Yeah, I do. I get them and then I shred them. Right? It's bonkers. So so that's what I hate about because I hate, you know, Mercedes messed me up and then random credit card offers. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this and there's going to be some people that are going to disagree, but I, I fucking hate the Mariah Carey song that comes out every fucking Christmas. I hate it. Hate All it. I want for Christmas. Oh that one right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And you know what? Bitches will be start playing that shit in October. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. You know what? I heard some stat that she makes like millions every year just on that stupid song. The royalties from it. Right, right. That that's bonkers, huh? Like it, that, I think I think my daughter told me. I think it was just yesterday she told me that song. On I think Christmas Eve, 
was streamed 23 million times. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like you think about, okay, so Kate Bush, she did that song that was in Stranger Things. Um, uh-huh. I'm running up the hill, that one. Oh, yeah. And so she kept all of her own rights to her music. She was a, she was popular in the 80s. She is in, she was in, I think she lives in England now. But when that song hit Stranger Things and kept playing, that uh-huh. money was rolling in for that woman because she kept she kept the rights to that song. She oh. never sold them. So when they put it on Stranger Things, she became, she started making earning potential again, which is that, the best way to do it. That's really nice. So I, I looked it up. So, so far um, through last year, because it's not even finished tallying for this year, Mariah Carey had made $60 million just from that song, that Christmas song. Oh my gosh. 60 million for that one song. And they say, or as of last year, she makes 3 million per year just for that song. And, and like you said, it's only played for a month, maybe a month and a half. That's crazy, huh? That is, maybe that's why I hate her. <laughs> right? Like she could literally go broke for 11 months a year and be wealthy again every December. That is insane to me. That I, okay. Well, I, right? that's, a stat, that's a stat I didn't want to know. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so unfair. It's so unfair. <laughs> oh my God. It's so damn unfair. God. Mm. Um, so I, I was, my sister called me and we were talking. So there's always these little, I don't know if you call them puns or how you, how you say them, but there is, this is an example. So, and maybe you'll come up with, there, I have two of them. So if you clean the dishwasher, you now become the dishwasher. <laughs> if you, yes. When you clean the vacuum, you now become the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so for the life of my sister, whom I love dearly, I mean, she's a college graduate. She is. Uh, she works at a prison. She's a clinical dietitian. I mean, she reads, she's, uh, you know, talking about um, being intuitive eating and helping clients. This bitch did not get it. She just said, I don't get it. <laughs> her brain was, her brain must be too logical or something. And my, and my brother and I, my brother said, I can't even really talk to you about it because I don't get that she don't get it. <laughs> like, how do you not get it? So I don't oh know if I've heard those before, but I know there's a couple other ones. I just can't think of what they are, but it is fun. It's almost when we were, when I was working at Lumens or the, the lighting company Yeah, there, it, we would say, oh, once you become, if you're a fan of fans, you are now the fan. so i think there's a lot of those i just don't know what they are and i don't know actually what you call them i don't know if that's really good online and say are they puns are they i don't know what it is but have you heard of those before have you i I haven't but you know i i I heard it's not the same but it reminded me of this thing i don't know where i read it like late one night but that but that you know how we we call our brain the brain? Yeah. Well, the brain named itself that. Oh, oh, see that stuff. Messes you up. 
<laughs> wow. just, just mess you up. The brain named itself brain. Like, oh, what the fuck? And every time we are trying to learn about the brain, it's the brain just learning about itself. Yeah. Oh my God. Stop talking. I know, right? It just, your mind would just go crazy. It just, it just, yeah. So it's not the same, but it reminded me of that. Yes. I know, and I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just weird. It's so, it's that thought when we talk about space and how there's trillions of galaxies and that we don't see things for that. We see things now that happened millions of years ago. Like right. that, the brain, my brain still can't even comprehend that. Right. Right. That, that things are, everything is so far away. We're looking into the past. It, it, it's taken that long for the light to reach us. And oh. by the time that light reaches us, it's wherever it's coming from is way in the future. Now it's crazy. Is the, I the was whole uh, thing. watching, uh, I don't know. Did you see Maverick, the Top Gun 2? So I'll tell you something really funny. Yeah. I watched that an hour ago. What? Yeah, today, I just watched Top Gun 2. Well, <laughs> we just watched it this weekend. So I'm not, I mean, you're not the only person. I waited till it was free. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah. So on Paramount Plus, I was like, oh yeah, I'm ready for it. It's free. And I had to look up mock speed because i was wondering how fast it was and oh, mock speed is 7600 miles per hour which is faster oh, than the speed of light holy moly no, because man, in that movie it's faster than the speed of sound speed of sound sound i think it's, it's twice the speed of sound or something crazy like that unbelievable because i was th- sitting there thinking how when I was watching it I thought why I mean what's Mach 10 even mean you know I, I'm right. not a pilot I, I don't know if because it's the movies if anybody's hit Mach 10 I don't know but yeah t- two times the speed of sound you that know it's, incredible. it's bonkers I tell you what's funny about that so not only did I watch that today the reason I watched it a it was free but also just this past week uh famous scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson who is like this famous scientist, has all these TV shows and stuff, but he's also a killjoy. Like, like if there's like a, 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 a red moon or something like that, he just says, ah, this is no big deal. It's just, and he explains it scientifically. Like he takes the joy out of things, right? Because he's a goddamn scientist. So, so out of nowhere, I was on Twitter one, like this past week, and I see a, a tweet from him saying about this movie that Mark, the jets, the jets they were flying were flying at two times the speed of sound. If a human ejected at that, they'd be flying like a pack and be dead immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy the movies. God damn it. That's like I watching know. that's like watching a TV show with my ex-husband when there's military people, and he would say, Well, that wouldn't happen because you can't even wear uniforms in, in the restaurant like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta tell me that, <laughs> Mr. Killjoy? So he's oh saying God. that if you ejected at a Mach ten speed because the plane's gonna blow up, you would just be insinuated, insinuated, yeah, yeah. insinuated. Yeah, you after. are, you are, ins- yeah, you're instantly dead because um, I. He sort of explained, but since it's like hitting the wall, basically, that's what mm-hmm. it sounds. Like. Yeah, you. That speed is so fast that air hits you, and you're just. You're, you're flattened like a pancake, but you're instantly dead. And I was like, oh, okay. So that made me want to watch the movie. 
And then I was sitting at home today and I was doing some things and I thought, oh, wait a minute, I wanted to see that movie and I wanted to see where it was streaming. And first I looked at Amazon Prime, I thought, I'm not paying for that shit. So then um, I started just checking all the streaming channels and there it was on my uncle's uh, Paramount Plus that I always put the captions on that he always has to take off. And I know it, it annoys him. <laughs> 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 but you know what? It's a pretty good movie. Like, it's and really good. Top Gun kind of thing. And look, I watched the original Top Gun for the first time this year. Are you kidding me? Nope. I never I never seen the movie. Oh I've my never God. Seen it. Yep. Yep. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good, you know, a little action kind of flick. And so and so I and so then I saw this one. And yeah, it's it's exciting, a lot of stuff going on. And yeah, I enjoyed it. I really liked it too. I thought it just it was nostalgic because I watched, of course, the original Top Gun. And, you know, if you haven't watched the original Top Gun, it, this is going to be a spoiler alert. But it just did so good with like Goose and then tying his son they, they, that they called Rooster into funny, yeah. this. And it made him he looked like Goose. It was and you have Iceman that came in. And of course, that Val Kil- Kilmer, which he didn't even look like Val Kilmer. Right. So I understand that in real life he has. He's undergone some um, throat cancer. I didn't know that. And he's had a couple of tracheotomies. Oh. Because so, I, I, I wondered about that, so I looked it up. And apparently there's a special about him on Hulu that takes you through this process he's, going through, he's gone through or going through. And he has mostly lost his voice. Wow. And so this company invented this, <clears throat> this program where they take all these recordings that he's done and they can do it for anybody really. And they basically created his, him talking in that movie. What? Yes. Yes. And he can use that in regular life. And he said it was wonderful to be able to hear his voice. Cause I guess he could speak a little tiny bit, but mostly he cannot. And that's why in the movie he had that scarf. Shut up. Yes. Right. Yes. I had no idea. Damn, I had no idea either. That's good. You always look that stuff up. But speaking of, <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're talking about Goose who died in the movie, but the original one, I think it's super important. <laughs> I think it's super important to share your story <laughs> with your uncle who was in Texas, I think, during the holidays. No, let me tell you something. So, so my middle brother, <laughs> out of the blue, so out of the blue. I get a text at about, I don't know, maybe about 10 in the morning. And it's just a text showing um, a highway sign. And the highway was, you know, it was like this city and this city. And it was one was Beaumont and one was something else, which are in Texas, right? Southern Texas. And it's where uh, our grandparents, our father, they were born in Beaumont, Texas. And we still have some relatives in that area and everything. And I, I don't. My brother is the person, he's that sibling that knows all the relatives, right? He's that, you know, there's always that one and he keeps in contact and everything. So out of the blue, I just get, it's just a picture, no comment, no anything. It's just a picture of this highway sign. And so I think, I just respond, very cool. Cause I'm thinking, oh, he's back there visiting some relatives or something, he's in Texas or, you know, whatever, something like that. He never responds. I, I hear nothing else. And then... About six hours later, I get a text from his wife, my sister-in-law, 
and it's a photo of our uncle in a casket. That fucker is there for a funeral. And I had no idea. Like, he never even told me. <laughs> he sent you a picture of <laughs> the highway. And I'm thinking he's going, <laughs> I'm thinking he's going for a pre-Christmas visit or something. And it is our grandfather's brother, the youngest brother in that family, the last living brother in that family. He's 97 years old. My uncle Harold, wonderful man, like a wonderful man. And my brother didn't even tell me. He just sent me a picture of, of the, this, the, the, uh, the highway sign. But then you got a picture of your uncle in the casket. In a casket for my sister. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And, it was, <laughs> and I was like, Uncle Harold died? <laughs> my sister-in-law. And she responds, sir, she responds, your brother didn't tell you? Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no. I said, no. And she sent me another picture, a little closer. And then her third text was, he preached at the funeral. It was a lovely funeral. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding? So then, so then I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna say nothing to my brother. Like, I'm just not gonna say nothing. The next day, my brother texts me, Uncle Harold passed away. <laughs> I thought, look, so I, I don't know if white people use this word, but let me just say that is some trifling ass bullshit. That's right. <laughs> No, but we're going to start. <laughs> All my white people start using trifling. <laughs> and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it might be like we were talking about how stuff from other planets, we get it at a very big delay. Maybe like my brother's text was just on some other planet shit. It got to me way after it, his wife sent me a text. It was just the casket, him in the casket. <laughs> You oh sent it to me. I didn't know at first it was a real person. You sent me the picture. <laughs> you said, look what I got from my brother sent me. And I was like, wow, why did why is he sending you someone in a casket? You're like, that's <laughs> my uncle. He died. <laughs> he never told me. He never told me. Oh my oh god. Oh my god, sir. Man, family, family is is just family are just they're just different species. Different species, and oh my god, and, and to be to be traveling to another state, right? And not I, even acknowledge why you're going to that state. Who you? And it just showed me. He just sent me a picture. If he had time on the highway to take a picture of the sign indicating the city, like would you turn off on the highway? He had time to do that. He had time to put in. I'm going to Uncle Harold's funeral. He passed away. He just sent the photo. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty. I just said, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen something so crazy in my life, man. Man, yeah, your so, family kills me. Man, just some next level stuff. So, uh, um, okay, so, so this is our, it's the last Wednesday. And um, we're about to head into the new year. Yeah. Is there anything you want to recap for the year? your life, um, work, family, anything like that? Anything stands out? You know, this year has been a challenging year when it comes to news and loss. So it was the year I lost Mojito. 
in, in May, um, my sister was diagnosed with cancer and now is in radiation. Uh, I changed jobs, um, you know, I, and sort of weeded out some friendships that didn't need to be, that were no longer fulfilling my, filling my cup with what friendships should do. Um, I trialed a dog, a new dog, realizing it was too early for me and we just weren't connecting. Um, I think for me, 2022 was just a more so of a shedding, I guess you could say more of a, of a shedding some things, getting rid of some things, and then learning how to deal with something I haven't dealt with. You know, I've lost dogs before, but I, I lost it with a partner and losing a dog that you're, you're, I'm, it's only person. He's my only person, um, just hit a, a a completely different level. Like I didn't have anybody to share in my grief. And that was really hard because we've, so many people have lost animals in their life and they understand what that feels like, but sharing the experience with somebody hits differently and having an ex-husband that when we had our dogs, that we lost our dogs, we, we shared that together and could grieve together. Grieving alone is pretty, a scary process and not necessarily knowing how to deal with that was a huge learning curve for me this year. And then um, my sister's victory right now, you know, not having her cancer spread, although she did have, although she did have breast cancer, um, not having to do chemo was a big win for her. And yeah. I think I, I, f- I felt a little closer to my brother this year. Uh, I've oh, always been on. close to my brother, but, you know, during the time when I had the dog Cabo that, you know, for the two weeks, I was just feeling shitty. And um, I, I, I was starting to get depressed because I didn't know what to do. I, I was not <laughs> connecting. And my brother talked me through a lot of stuff. And he's like, at, at a certain point, you're gonna have to make a decision. Um, so he was there for me in that process. My whole family was, but uh, this, uh, this was probably one of the toughest years that I've had since being divorced, like going through a divorce. It was probably like, even the COVID time, I didn't have a problem being locked down and having not to go anywhere. I, I, I prefer that it, this was a year for me that I won't forget. I, I, I think so many things happened that it's not going to be a forgettable, a, a forgettable year for me. That's, that's, that's a good recap. Yeah. That, we had talked about grief earlier um, with Mojito passing. You know, we got to redo our opening. So yes. we have to do that. So we, we will we will end this year and we will uh, have a good send off for Mojito and we'll change our opening. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Um, that. That's all good stuff. And it's um, that sort of bookends with what we were talking about recently about uh, mental health. You know, when, yeah. when, 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 the, when the dancer switch. <clears throat> Um, passed away he unalived himself and we're talking about mental health and things and so you talking to your support network and stuff after losing your your um uh, mojito and how grief is not cookie cutter it comes yeah. in all shapes and fashions and there's no one way or right way to do it it just you have to do it in your own time that, that's, yeah that's that's real stuff 
definitely learning. And you, you know, this was the first year of all first, not having mojito for Christmas or Thanksgiving and just being the thing that I came home to. So when you come home to an empty house, you struggle with that and how you get through that because he was since my divorce, he's been the most consistent being there for me, like, you know, day in and day out, because where else is he going to go anyways? Um, but yeah, I think there was a lot of wins in that year, but it's a definitely year. I won't forget. What about you? Well, you know, <clears throat> I had a few good things um, uh, where I stopped full time working in corporate America this year, like back I in, I think, April, wow. um, maybe it was March. Anyway, something like that. And so, so what is this December? So this is the longest stretch I think that I've taken without working full time, but I've worked 41 years. And after I worked in the senior industry through COVID, and I saw a lot of uh, death, yeah. right? And, <clears throat> and I've said before that, the, that the, the number of people who have passed from COVID is undercounted, at least as far as I know, with seniors. I don't know about anybody else, but in the senior industry. And so, um, whereas in most of these communities I worked in, you know, if you lose one or two people per month, that, that was pretty average because, you know, you have people who are, you know, 80, 90, 100 years old. So it wasn't abnormal. <clears throat> but with COVID, uh, for 8, 10, 12, 25, a lot of people in yeah. a month. And it, it became too overwhelming. So I, you know, I had to opt out. I did it best I could. I had to opt out. I did that. And then um, I started my magazine. Like, one of the things I wanted to do, if I wasn't going to be in corporate America every day, I was going to work on my my skill, you know, my passion, what I love to do. And so I started this free digital magazine, Dear Dean Magazine. And I was able to, I mean, even now, it's a monthly magazine and I get contributors from all over the country and some other countries. I just ask them, would you like to write for this magazine, write an article? And it's free. I don't pay anybody. And I've been able to have people publish a lot of different viewpoints. Some things I don't always agree with, but it's nothing it's just difference of opinion. It's not anything around um, the big issues. Like um, I'm not going to have someone write an article that supports um, banning abortions or something like that. Like there's some things that are just, I draw the line at, but differences of opinion and some things I'm okay with that. And so that's been really fun, you know, publishing that. And then I put out two books or <clears throat> yeah, really two books this year. And it's, it's the third year in a row or something like that, that I put out two books. And, you know, I'm really proud of that, that I was able to take the time off and then actually do some stuff anyway. So between writing um, this magazine once a month and writing a blog once a week and publishing two books, it's been a pretty productive, productive year. And then and then I'm really excited. You know, I finally I finally did something with my front and backyards. <laughs> yes. Right. I'm so happy. I got rid of the grass because there's always drought here. And I got, you know, this artificial grass that's just fantastic, fantastic in my front and backyards. And I'm just, I'm really happy about that. So from those perspectives, it's been a great year. And this will be my first full year that I've been in a relationship with my partner. Like my first full year. Wow. Like, because yeah, we're we're going on, you know, we're past about a year and a half, but more than a year and a half. But it was in the calendar year; it was the first time. So I'm happy about that. And then, you know what? Then my daughter, even though she's a senior in high school, 
earlier this year, she finished out her high school requirements. And so she's effectively a high school graduate, but she's just finishing out the year. So I'm pretty excited about that. And she got her driver's permit. Like, you know, those like those big milestones that we all go through. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy about all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a year, sounds similar that you, it's a year you won't forget because you've had some, you, you did some major life changes in 2022. Yes, just, and you know, you know, you just, you know, sometimes some things are fearful or you're not certain, these kind of things and you just sort of do it and, you know, it, maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, but you, at least you gather that experience, you live your life. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to stop working for corporate America for as long as I could. I may eventually go back. But I was like, you know what? I want to just devote some time to doing exactly what I want to do every day. And that's and, I, not many right? people can do that. Right. Just sort of go with it. Whew. And it's been. And I, I was telling my daughter, I, I go, you know, the reason I can do this right now, because I work every day for 41 years. Yes. Right. It's, you don't just like pop up and do it like. Like those Instagram people get a van and just start traveling the country. You're like, you know, you got some rich parents or something. But I earned my way to it. And it was nice to have the choice. I love that. I love that for us. So I think we'll, I mean, this has been a good recap of the year. A little, I hate in there, sprinkled with some good stories, a little good information on the speed of sound and and the joy kill from that. Um, But I, I, I value this, and I think 2023 is definitely we're 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 setting ourselves up for a, a successful and fulfilling 2023. Yes, yes, 2023 is going to be good. I, you know, um, for our listeners who doesn't who may not know, you know, my birthday is on the 22nd, and my daughter's birthday is on the 22nd. So we are like um, 22, like that's our favorite number and everything. This we thought this was going to be our year, like 2022. And it turned out to be uh, very spectacular. Yeah, we're pretty happy about that. But 2023, because you don't stop, right? So we have a whole nother year of stuff to do, places to go, decisions to make. And, you know, that that's exciting to get to that next year. Yeah, it's a privilege, right? It's a privilege to, you know, we think about getting older and, and taking the trip around the sun. There's people that weren't quite so lucky. So for us to be able to share in some of, you know, your old boomer sayings like car notes and shit that at least you're here and experiencing that and sharing that. So it's a privilege to be able to do this. And I look forward to what we present and share with our listeners in 2023. Yeah. I love that. Hey, um, before we go, um, cause we're almost out of time. Um, I'm going to ask you about what you're watching, but I also want to say, um, I just had a thought, and I can't, I, it just, it came to my mind, I thought, oh, I've been meaning to say this, but now it's gone. Um, what's your final uh, podcast recommendation for what you're watching right now? Oh, well, last week I talked about Mosquito Coast, and I forget, God, uh, oh, Justin yeah. Thoreau, Justin Thoreau, that's the guy that's in it. Um this season's really good. I'm, I'm really enjoying this season. It's this family that is on the run. They're on the lamb, um, from the government because she was sort of an activist and Mm. accidentally killed somebody. So they got, they're on the run and now they're in a place that's putting them in a predicament. And it's real, it's actually really, really good. Um, I'm also, Mm. 
fucking a my god damn brother um told me i needed to watch the real housewives of miami um Ooh. i've never i didn't watch any of the seasons before i said he said i said do i have to because i don't really want to spend time catching up on that so season five is out it's on peacock and son of a bitch did i not watch all six episodes uh, so i'm out to <laughs> okay so larsa you know larsa pippins well i don't think she goes by pippins anymore but larsa pippins was married to scotty pippins so she's uh one of the real housewives of miami although she's not Uh, even a housewife okay so these people some of these people are rich rich um i'm talking 80 million dollar houses so there's a lot of drama actually really good I, I enjoyed it so mosquito coast i finished firefly lane let me tell you this is what pisses me off so firefly lane is based on a book there's only two seasons it has christine um katherine hegel and i forget the other girl's name i knew i was going to forget her name but either way it was really good this season and i like really? how they take their friendship from when they met and they have flashbacks to when they were you know kids to uh, adults to then uh, like older adults and what uh, really pisses me off is that I did not know that this was going to be the final season but they were also doing it in two fucking parts so at the end of this season these eight episodes it said see you June 2023 bitch oh if it's already God. done <laughs> I'm so mad so That's too far in the future too far in the future it's it's what manifest did too so that it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Mosquito Coast is is really good, and um, the Real Housewives of Miami, that's, and that's of course hilarious. Salt Lake City. What about you? What are you watching? So I am about to finish. You would never watch this, but it's really good. It's called Warrior Nun on Netflix, and I think it's set in. I want to say Italy. I think, and it literally is about these nuns and they're young women who would join the nunnery or whatever they're called. I don't know what it's called. I'm not Catholic. It's not called the nunnery, right? That, that sounds sort of weird. But anyway, and it's like this action, um, fantasy, superhero, like a lot of shit's happening. And it is, not only is it good, but it is really violent. But what's great about it is all these nuns kicking ass. <laughs> oh. It is the most wild thing. And so there's only two seasons, or maybe there's three seasons, and it's over because Netflix, you know, they, you know, they just stop stuff. But it's really good. It's really good. And then I finished, I finished his dark materials on HBO. It, it's fantastic. And we talked about this last episode. And it's just, I, it's hard to describe, but it's it's really, really great. And then I'm about to start this series on Hulu. That is based on an award-winning book, and it's called Kindred, K-I-N-D-R-E-D. Okay. And I can't think of the lady who um, is a famous author who, who wrote the book, but it's about a lady, um, a black lady who uh, she basically time travels. Uh, she's in the now, and she time travels unexpectedly to the 1850s. What? Yes, during the time of slavery. Yeah, and and she she is unraveling. She's involved in and unraveling a mystery. What? Yes, and it the book uh, won just dozens of awards and stuff like that. 
And so it's a series. And so I thought, you know what? I, I Sometimes I stay away from stories about enslavement and stuff because it's just, it's too much. Yeah. But because this book is award-winning, you know what? I think, I think we're going to, I think I'm going to watch it. So it's on Hulu. I think it's, I want to say six, seven episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to. So it's a mini series. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be a, a long, um, uh, is it, is it by Octavia Butler? Yes. Yes. Okay. Octavia okay. Butler wrote it. Yeah. And she is like, you know, just a, a wonderful, um, author, uh, or was one for author, just, just, br- just brilliant. So, or is, and, um, she is from California. I don't know if she's from California, but she grew up in Southern California and she just has a unique, she's just a wonderful writer and she has a unique view and point of view on how she writes characters, particularly black women. And so I'm, I'm just going to dive in. I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to do it this week because I want to write a review about it. Okay. As you start to watch it, let me know if you recommend yes. it. Um, yes. Because I love one, you know, I, you, I can understand you and I've had some side conversations about just slavery and, and watching TV shows that showcase what it was like. Cause it's traumatic and it's yeah. heart wrenching. And me being a white woman, I don't, you know, I can have the privilege to turn it off. I don't want to have that privilege. I want to walk through it and, and, and see it and understand it. And, um, so I, 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 I definitely would be interested in watching something like that. Now yeah. there's a couple that I haven't, I couldn't get through, which was like roots. And they're, even though mm-hmm. I, I think I watched most of it, but that mm-hmm. was, that was pretty. Oh, that was rough. I, I, was, I think I was, I want to say when roots came out, I was in, I, I look, I read the book before the, oh, the shit. TV series came out and it was like, look, the book was double as traumatic as the TV series. Oh, and the TV God. series was like, bonkers and you know why and actually we're having that conversation in the nation today about um about accurately teaching u.s history the good and the bad yep and one of the reasons roots was so shocking to the national consciousness when it was made into a tv series on abc was because americans don't get taught actual history yeah our own history we we get uh we get a um uh, everything is good and everything is wonderful kind of history you know and you know god bless this nation and our founding fathers and then you know we went through a little, some little troubles but we came out of it and we saved the world during world war ii and now here we are and it's like what you, you <laughs> lost <laughs> you we lost, lost so much yes and then yeah. because you do that then you have some like roots or then it becomes hard but then the flip side is you will find a lot of black people who um and i caught myself in this crowd who sometimes we just can't take watching it anymore. It's too yeah, much, yeah. right? And so we want some balance. And so, but there are some works that are just, they should be watched, but you just have to do them in your own time. So because I respect her as, as a writer and a creator, and she was just so amazing. Her story is amazing. Uh, and that book is so acclaimed. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that because I think, I think I owe it to somebody who can write. Like she can write. She's a yeah. historical figure. So I want to see. I want to see that. And this book, the book, I have the book. I haven't. Even, I haven't even read the book. Like I think I read a few chapters of the book, and I never finished. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cheat 
and watch the rest of the series. And watch I mean, because it's based, she's time traveling. So there's an element of science or like fantasy to it as well. Yes. Right. So yeah. maybe your mind that can compartmentalize that yes. she's time traveling. So maybe it softens the blow. I don't know if that's even the yes. right terminology yes. to use, but yeah, because it, it breaks it up. Because yeah, it breaks is, it up. Yeah, because her at her when she started trying to write or being published in the 60s and 70s, she was a young black woman writing sci-fi and fantasy. Crazy. And look, it's hard to it's hard to get into that now. And she was like, I'm going to do that. And she was told when she was first at the library trying to write, they were like, Negroes can't write this. Wow. And you know what? And she just pushed through it. And, it, and now that's her. Like, she is it's just, a remarkable, just a remarkable person. So I'm going to watch it. It's, on, it's called Kindred. It's on Hulu. So I'm going to get into that. Yeah, let me know if you start watching it as well. I'll add it to my queue. I, I, I think I might have saw it pop up, you know, when you first log in and then yes. it goes away because then they put something else there. So I, I didn't grab onto it or read about it. So let me know how that is. I love that. Yep. Um, Good. So you've talked about being able to write this past year. Where can people find you so they can purchase and or log into your blogs and, of course, your magazine? Yes. So um, go to Dear. Dear Dean Publishing, and on that one website, I, everything is aggregated there. You can you can reach me on Twitter there, Myron J. Clifton, on Facebook, Myron Clifton, or Dear Dean Publishing, Instagram, TikTok. You can go to my, my blog. I blog at DearDean.com and also at Medium under Myron Clifton. It'll also take you to my Amazon page where all nine or ten of my books are. And if you're so inclined, there's also a tip jar if you want to drop me five, ten, fifty thousand dollars just whatever whatever your heart you know wants to do <laughs> where can people find you <laughs> you can find me at jen van landon veg but i'll tell you i don't have a tip jar and i like that idea um uh, that's on Instagram. You can find me at Redhead Vegan on Twitter, which I don't participate too much, but I'm there. And then Big Button a Smile on TikTok as well. Most of my most of my activities done on Jen Van Land and Veg. So reach out as always. Feedback is great. We love hearing from people that listen and 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 give us some commentation on on um, our dialogue. And most of the time I take some of the things that people share with us or share with me. And I, I bring it to this voice memo just to acknowledge the fact that we listen. So appreciate I everyone. I, I value and love that. This is a great outlet to express our friendship, share your insight, use your brain on some of the stuff, especially when it comes to politics. Um, and we'd love to hear what you'd like to hear from us in, in 2023. And we wish, I wish everybody a safe um, new year. Yeah, happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. Be safe and all that kind of stuff. And then I think one one of our shows next year, we should do a um, um, podcast we listen to because we are a podcast. It might be good to highlight a couple other podcasts, but um, have a good new year, Jim. Be safe. I know you're not going out with all the, nope. all, the uh, all the people acting crazy. So, and I'm not either. No, safe at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you later. Wait a minute, this episode number what? 37. Oh, <laughs> On our way to 100. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.